to Tales of Panem, a Hunger Games podcast. My name is Claire, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm glad to have you all joining me this week. Make sure to check out my social media, which is at Tales of Panem on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok for updates, episode information, and more. It is the first week of the month, which means this week's episode is a character study episode, and this one is going to be about Primrose Everdeen. As usual, these character study episodes do cover content from the entire series, as well as all the movies. So if this is your very first time reading the series, you might want to skip this one unless you don't mind the spoilers. So I'm going to start with my little spiel about who this character is. Primrose Everdeen, aka Prim, is the younger sister of Katniss Everdeen. Her name is drawn for the 74th Hunger Games, but Katniss volunteers in her place. Prim is a healer like her mother, and once in District 13, she begins training to become a doctor. At age 14, she is sent to the capital as a medic during the war. While trying to save children injured in a bombing, she is killed when a second wave of bombs goes off. And for my opening quote today, this is from Mockingjay. It's such a good little quote, and it says, I look at my little sister and think how she has inherited the best qualities our family has to offer. My mother's healing hands, my father's level head, and my fight. There's something else there as well, something entirely her own. An ability to look into the confusing mess of life and see things for what they are. I think that's a great quote to start off with because the thing I want to say first of all is I feel like Prim is kind of a really underappreciated character in the series which is so weird to say because she is literally the first character we get introduced to. Like we get introduced to her on page one of the first book and she is consistently there throughout the entire series. And there are times where she doesn't have a lot to do, especially earlier on. Like, she doesn't really do that much in the first novel, especially because she's only present for the very beginning. But her presence is felt throughout the series through Katniss. Katniss consistently thinks about her, brings her up, talks about her, and just generally her actions are influenced by Prim. And another thing about her is that she is one of, if not the most lovable character in the entire series. And that's not like, a personal opinion of mine, the whole point is she's supposed to be so lovable and you're supposed to care about her from the second you meet her and you're supposed to feel things when you watch her grow from this scared 12-year-old into still very young, still a 14-year-old, but but truly like coming into her own and figuring out who she is and what a remarkable person she's becoming. And that's a journey that Katniss gets to go on. And I think it's really great that we as the reader get to follow with that because we also care about Prim a lot from the very start and seeing her grow is like very emotional to us as well as it is to Katniss. And I think adding to that, that we experience the cat, the story through Katniss's perspective, obviously. And there's literally a line in the first book where Katniss talks about Prim being the one person in the entire world. She is certain that she truly loves. And I think that that is super important because a huge theme of this series is love. And especially for Katniss, who's someone who one doesn't often at times doesn't feel that she's deserving of love, but two finds it very hard to love people. But the one person she has never had a hard time loving is Prim. There is not a single other person in the series that you could say that about because even the people that she loves so deeply by the end, she has a hard time with it because of who she is and because it's hard for her to feel those kinds of things, but it's never hard with Prim. And so I think it's really great that we get to see Prim's journey through Katniss's eyes, a person who loves her more than anything, literally more than life itself. And it makes us care about her a lot. And so that's why I say that like she's underappreciated for who she is because 
literally the intention of her character is for us to love her. And I feel like everyone does love her, but we just don't talk about her enough. And I'm guilty of this as well. I feel like I do not talk about her enough. Um, but like, I really do love her so much. And I think that I'm glad that I'm talking about her character today because I think it goes beyond like, obviously she means so much to Katniss and means a lot to us as readers as an extension of that. But I just think she's a great person and a great character on her own. Um, and so I'm glad that I will be talking about just her in particular in depth today because there's so much there and so much to unpack. And it's, again, the amount of times I call Suzanne Collins a genius, but she really is a genius because a character like Prim could have easily been so two-dimensional, so like unimportant in her own story. She could have had no personality. She could have just been Katniss's younger sister that we just have to love because Katniss loves her. But I think that it's never that, especially in Mockingjay and even in Catching Fire. Like in The Hunger Games, she's not really there that much, but you still get kind of an idea of who she is. But in Mockingjay in particular, she's a lot more present. Um, and you get to see like who she actually is outside of Katniss and outside of her family and outside of like the terrible things that have happened to all of them. You get to see like what she is underneath that. And that's why I think this opening quote is so great because it lays out it lays out her character in the simplest terms but also extremely accurate which is that she is the best of everyone in that family she has inherited the best traits from her parents and she's learned a lot from Katniss but I also think that Katniss doesn't give her not, herself enough credit for the person that Prim has turned is turning into because well, it is, it is prim and she is just a remarkable person on her own Katniss has been essentially raising her for several years now like they their mother wasn't always very present and obviously their father is dead and so Katniss had to take on a lot of that herself so she gets some of the credit for the person that Prim becomes because if she hadn't done such a good job of of setting an example for her and showing her how to be and what kind of person she should be I don't think Prim would have turned out the way she did and so I think it's to both of their credit what an incredible person she ends up being but backing us up right to the start, the first things that we learn about Prim are that she, she's 12 years old at the start of the series, so extremely young, which also means it's her first year in the reaping. And the reaping causes everyone a lot of fear. Like, it doesn't matter if you are a child who could potentially be reaped or a sibling who could lose someone or a parent of someone who could go into the games. Like, everyone is afraid on that day and it is it is talked about how that can be sort of almost like a bonding experience for the people of the district because you're all united in that fear and then afterwards all but two families get to feel the relief of we made it through another year and there's a lot of like connection among people from the same district that gets explored a lot throughout the series but to bring this back to prim she is at an extremely vulnerable time in her life her father is dead her mother is not really there in the way that a mother maybe should be. And her older sister has basically been raising her. And now she is about to be eligible for the reaping for the first year. And her name's only in there one time. And that's what everyone's telling her. Like, there's no way you're going to get picked. But still, that fear is very real and very tangible. And we know, obviously, that there always is a chance that you get picked. And that's literally what ends up happening in her scenario. And she's also not just fearing for herself. She's fearing for Katniss because Katniss has her name in there a lot more times than Prim does. So there's obviously a much higher chance of her getting picked. 
And so she's also afraid for her because she knows she can't lose her. Like she doesn't know what she would do if that were to happen. But she's also a very, a very gentle and loving person. And I think that, and Katniss says it in this quote, that Prim has sort of picked up on some of that fighting spirit that she has, but it's in her own way. It's not like a physical kind of fighting. It's the strength to sort of get through everything that has happened to them. And that's a strength that Prim has always had, but doesn't really see until she gets a little bit older, until she's like 13, 14, going further into the series. And I also think one thing that can get overlooked too is how much Prim has suffered because again, we're so focused on Katniss and everything that has happened to her and is happening to her. And I was I was just reading um, the next section of Mockingjay for next week's episode, which has um, this scene in the bunker with Prim and Katniss where Katniss realizes like she hasn't even asked Prim about how she's coping with having to move to District 13. And that's not because Katniss doesn't care because she like doesn't want to know how Prim is doing. It's just because there's so much going on that it kind of like slipped through. Like she just, she's so focused on being the Mockingjay and trying to help all of Panem that she forgot she also needed to focus on her own family, specifically Prim. But that's what I want to say is like, Prim also lost her home, you know? She she grew up in District 12 too, same as Katniss did. And so she had to leave behind everything she ever knew and move to District 13. And it is as like jarring and life-changing to her as it is to Katniss. And same thing with like the death of their father, you know? Even though Prim was a bit younger when that happened, it still had a lasting impact on her and not just through the loss of a family member, but also through everything that happened after as a result of it. But I think that what is starting to happen when they come to District 13 and and she's a bit older than she was at the start of the series is she's starting to see fully for the first time how much Katniss has sacrificed for her and done for her and how much she owes her. And it's not to say like that she's been ungrateful because I don't think she ever has been. In fact, exactly the opposite But now she's starting to be like, I need to start being there for Katniss like she's been there for me because she's going through an extremely difficult time right now and she doesn't really have anyone she can confide in. And so I want to be that person because I care about her and I can see that she's struggling. And above all else, Prim always wants to help people. That's literally what she does. She she wants to be a doctor. Like She wants to spend her life helping people and saving people. And that is why, and I will talk more at length later about the events of the end of Mockingjay leading up to her death, that is why she ends up in the capital. And there are other reasons to that. Looking at you, Alma Coyne, um, and we'll talk about that a little later, but I just wanted to bring it up because even though she's so young, she she agrees to go to the capital. She wants to go and she wants to help and she's willing to risk her life and die to save other people. Which, again, something that she has partially learned from Katniss, because Katniss has always been willing to risk her own life for others, specifically for Prim. I mean, that's literally how the entire series happens, is she volunteers to die in Prim's place, essentially. Um, I do want to talk a bit about Buttercup. And I actually, um, a couple weeks ago, actually, saw a TikTok of someone talking about it and it was really good. Um, it, the username was at non-binary Peta Malark on TikTok and they made a video basically sort of giving like detailed examples on what this theory actually is. Um, so I definitely recommend checking that out. But just to kind of like summarize it, 
it's basically that buttercup is meant to be like a reflection of Katniss. Um, and if you go back and you look through, like, obviously buttercup isn't in that much of the series, but if you look through like the scenes that he is in and the things that he does and Katniss's interactions with him and specifically his interactions with Prim, because buttercup has always been like Prim's protector in a very similar way that Katniss has been. Um, and we also see it in like Katniss's personal feelings towards Buttercup. She literally hates him for like a large portion of the series. But um, we sort of see towards the end that she starts to understand him and kind of see him as like a reflection of her, particularly again in his relationship with Prim. And the thing that finally ends up like solidifying the bond between them is Prim's death and their simultaneous grieving of that that is when they finally start to like connect in a real way outside of like okay we both care about prim so we just kind of gotta get over it and then buttercup sort of becomes a protector of katniss in the end too again like susan collins how did you manage to make this cat that barely appears in the series such a meaningful character i i will never understand how she does it she is truly truly a genius like no one else is doing it like her truly but yeah, so go go watch the TikTok I mentioned if you want to like really get into that. I don't really have the time to talk in too much detail about it, but it is really fascinating. And again, I was just reading this scene in the bunker and Katniss literally compares herself to Buttercup. She literally says, I am Buttercup because she uses Buttercup as a metaphor for like what the capital is doing to PETA. But anyway, back to Prim. I just think that's very interesting. And I the way that I could talk at length about Buttercup is incredible. But anyway, um, let's move on. I talked before about how Prim has this strength that she doesn't really see when she is younger, but we can see it in that she, I, I talked about how she wants to be a doctor. That's obviously a huge part of her character. She's a healer through and through, just like her mother. Um, but like the strength that that alone takes, like the things that she has seen, especially growing up in District 12 and assisting their mother in trying to save people, people come to them in the worst conditions. She has seen stuff that no one should ever see. And even Katniss like recognizes that a lot of times when patients are brought to their home and are dying or, or starving or suffering in, in some way or another, Katniss has to leave because she can't bear to see it. But Prim always stays and helps and, and pushes through that. And I like, that takes a lot of strength. And I'm sure we can all recognize that like to, to save people who, really should not be able to be saved like the reason why people come to Katniss's mother is because she is so good at what she does but that doesn't mean that they always save the people because a lot of times they don't like it's truly too too late for some people and Prim has has learned to like bear that and that's huge and it's heavy and it weighs on her a lot I think a lot more than we recognize sometimes but I just think it's interesting because she also has strength in ways that Katniss doesn't and vice versa. And I think that's what makes their relationship so great is because they really are so opposite in so many ways, but they both are so strong. It's just in very different ways. So sometimes we don't necessarily see it on Prim's end, like what her strengths are, but I think they are very clear and they're right there or on the page. Like you don't have to look that hard for them. And so I love the way that they're written sort of in like not opposition to each other, but like contrast to each other, I guess. Like we're meant to see how different they are and like how different Katniss is from her mother. And we see that like Katniss was a lot more similar to her father and Prim was a lot more similar to their mother, like stuff like that. 
but at the end of the day, none of that matters because they both care about each other and would do anything for each other and love each other more than anyone else in the world. Which again, goes back to these themes of like love and, and who do you love and what does that mean? And what does it say about you, who you would risk it all for? And it's a huge part of Katniss's character when you, when you recognize what it is about Prim that she loves so much besides just like, oh, she's her sister. Of course she loves her. But there are specific things that she is connected to within Prim of like these specific traits are really admirable to her. And those things tell us a lot about who Katniss is and what her relationships with other people are like makes so much sense when you think about Prim has been the one constant person that she has cared for throughout her entire life. Prim also has this really strong sense of hope that is extremely important because a lot of the series is about having hope when you honestly maybe shouldn't, like when things are so dark and you feel that they will never get better, you have to have some sort of hope because this rebellion never would have happened without it. People would never have followed Katniss if they didn't have hope. People would never have joined the rebellion, fought the Capitol. They never would have won without hope. And Prim has a really strong sense of hopefulness throughout the entire series. I mean, even from the very beginning, when Katniss volunteers for her, when she's saying her goodbyes, she tells her, like, you could win this. I know you can. And at the time, Katniss used it as like, oh, she's a child. She doesn't know any better. She doesn't know how low my chances are of winning this. But what it actually is, is that Prim, one, believes in Katniss, which is also important, but two, just has hope that the situation is going to work in their favor. And I think that you can't underestimate the value of hope in a society like the one they are living in in this series it can be the most valuable thing to a person and it's what keeps you going. Like when we hit Mockingjay and everyone is doing so, so terribly and so many characters are like at their breaking point and a lot of that book is about how do we keep going when everything is telling us we shouldn't. And like that is a huge thing for Katniss is that she's like, the capital has PETA and there's nothing I can do about that and anything I do is going to result in causing him harm And that would be enough to break even the strongest person. But she realizes she can't let that break her because otherwise, like, what what is this all been for? Um, And I think that Prim has a very similar quality to her in that, like, she can see what a world after this rebellion would be like. And that is something that Katniss struggles with a lot is, like, what is what would it look like if we actually won? And why is that important? She knows that it's important that they fight the capital, but the actual like reality of what a world not ruled by the capital could look like is something she struggles to grasp. And I think that Prim has a very clear idea of what that could be. So now to move on to the more depressing parts of Prim's story, because she does die tragically. Um, definitely the most monumental death of the series, like a hundred percent. And I'll talk more about it. But let's talk about how she gets there. And by that, I mean, she's 14 years old. There is no world in which a 14 year old should be on the front lines of a war, even if it's as a medic. And it's not about capability. We know she is a capable healer. We know she's probably just as experienced, if not more than the adults that they have working in the medical brigade for District 13. However, By sending her out there, they're putting her directly in harm's way. And so you're probably thinking, well, how'd she end up there? Well, Miss Alma Coyne said 
what if we sent her there anyway? I don't care that she's 14. And basically what happened here is that Coin Coin wanted Prim to die, period. Because Coin may not know and understand Katniss in the way that the people who love her do. And I think that that ends up being her downfall, like literally because Katniss kills her. Spoilers for Mockingjay. Um, but uh, I think, but like she she knows that Katniss would never vote because she's going to propose this symbolic Hunger Games. And she also wants Katniss to support her because, and Bog says this to Katniss, Katniss is very influential and no one is going to like vote for her to be the next president of Panem, but they're going to look to her. And if she supports someone who's not coin, the people are going to follow. So coin needs Katniss on her side, but she also needs her vote. When she proposes the symbolic Hunger Games, it's very important that Katniss be on her side because it's an indication of where she's going to fall once it comes time for an election. And so what does Coin think? She thinks, what one thing could guarantee that Katniss would vote yes? Prim's death. But what she doesn't realize is that Katniss, Katniss can be a, a like, she wants revenge on Snow. Absolutely. That is a huge part of Mockingjay is she wants to kill Snow for everything that he's done to her and her loved ones. But the only reason Katniss votes yes on the symbolic Hunger Games is because she has this plan in place to and eventually kill Coin. She would never vote yes for that. Even after Prim's death, she would have voted no under, like, if the circumstance had been different, if it had been truly about what she wants, she still would have voted no. Because she's not like Coin or Snow. She doesn't... Yes, her sister died and that is very tragic and she wants, she does want someone to pay for that and that's a, like, does play a role in her decision to kill Coin because she knows Coin was responsible, but she doesn't want to continue the cycle they've been in of, oh, some, like, my sister got killed because of the Capitol's actions, well, now we need to kill the Capitol's children and, like, that's exactly what got them into this mess in the first place. But she votes yes because she knows that it's the only way she's going to, like, get in the situation where she can kill Coin. But Coin did intentionally send Prim there hoping she would get killed. Um, Coin, girly, meet me in the pit. I'll fight you. But let's talk about the other person who played a role in Prim's death in some way. And that is, of course, Gail Hawthorne. And I do, as much as I hate Gail, and I'll say it a million times, I also think that there is a certain genius to his character that Suzanne Collins, of course, literally every character she writes has so much intention. And even the ones you hate so much, like Gail, like I have to respect that it, that his character really worked in a way that was beneficial to the story. Because it's kind of a question of whether it was actually Gail's bomb that killed Prim. Like the bomb that he designed. I mean, it, like he does come up with this idea of like the the two time two tiered explosion of like one goes off and then medical people rush in and we know that coin was the one who that that district 13 that the rebels were the ones who dropped those bombs and so but basically what it comes down to is that it doesn't actually matter if it was gail's bomb or not because Katniss will never be able to look at him without thinking about the potential role he had in her sister's death. And that's what, like, she never says, like, you killed her, but she's like, I can't 
be around you anymore. And it's just kind of like the tipping point of they were never going to remain close after this war. Let's be so honest. It doesn't matter what happened to Prim. They, it was never going to happen between them. And I'm not even talking about them ending up together. I mean, like them staying friends. It was not going to happen. We saw it since the second Mockingjay started, honestly, but even kind of before that, we could see it building, but they just don't even get along anymore. They don't see eye to eye on anything. It was never going to happen. But I think the layers of like, my sister's dead, is it because of you? I don't know, but it doesn't matter. Adds a really interesting like final straw to their, to like the sort of breaking point of their relationship. But anyway, this isn't about them. This is about Prim. And what I want to talk about is like, why did Prim actually die? Like narratively speaking, because, and I see this with a lot of the deaths in Mockingjay of people being like, there was no reason this character had to die. And while you are entitled to your own opinion, I do have to respectfully disagree because first of all, for this could be said for pretty much every character that dies in Mockingjay. The point is the point of the deaths in that book is that war is not fair, period. And it doesn't matter who you are or what you've done or whether you're the greatest person on earth or the worst, you're not immune to its effects. Prim is one of, if not the most like truly innocent characters in this series. She hasn't done anything to anyone, literally ever, literally ever. She's never done it. And yet she dies. And it is like so unfair and so devastating. And, and that is why it is important. And I think that some people don't don't really see like the meaning behind these deaths because it's not some like pretty poetic meaning to why some of these characters had to die. Like Prim, like someone like Finnick even, because I see it a lot with him too. The point is it's not supposed to be pretty. It's supposed to be real and, and dark and devastating. And that's what it is. But beyond that, for Prim in particular, from literally the first page of the series, Katniss expresses her desire to keep Prim safe. And the second Prim's name is drawn for the games, that becomes an impossibility. But she keeps delaying it. She volunteers for Prim. She goes to games in Prim's place. She protects Prim in that way. But the reality is she was never going to be able, she was never going to, be able to save her. And there can... There is stuff to be said about like, about like no one truly wins the games, like all that stuff, whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's also like, obviously the rebels win the war, but like on a personal level, it's not always a victory because yes, Katniss was on the winning side, but like she lost the one thing that was most important to her, which was Prim. Above everything else, Prim was what mattered to her. And she still lost her, despite the fact that the rebels won. And it's just like, again, like goes to that, like, Coin would have been no better for Panem than Snow, if not worse, because like, Prim manages to survive her name being drawn for the reaping because Katniss volunteers for her. But like, when it comes back around and now Coin is in charge, she doesn't survive that. And so it's just like, moral of the story, long story short, is that it, the reason she died she died within the story is because it's not supposed to be like it's not supposed to be happy you're supposed to feel good about the fact that the rebels won obviously especially after coin is gone paler becomes president like 
these are good things for Panem as a whole. And individually, they are as well, because they're no longer living under, under the capital's rule. But it's not like a celebration, because so many lives have been lost. And there's also a, a second component to that about like honoring the memory of the people who, who died for this to happen. And Prem is obviously the biggest example of those people, but there's so many others. And so Katniss kind of, she, she obviously has a really hard time after Prim's death, but she sort of comes to realize that like she owes it to Prim to keep living and she owes it to all the people that they've lost. And so I think that like, in terms of like, what is Prim's legacy within the series? Because she dies very close to the end of the series. We don't get to see a ton of what happens afterwards, but her legacy lives on through Katniss and through Peta and through the people that knew her and cared about her. And so while her death is like tragic and is, is the big, the biggest tragedy of the series, like that's kind of the point is that it's sort of like the culmination of all these terrible things that have happened. The one thing that is the worst possible thing that could have happened does happen. And that is Prim's death. It, it doesn't feel unnecessary. It doesn't feel like she died just for the sake of dying. It does feel very purposeful, even, even when the purpose is in a large way, just to show how unfair everything is when you're fighting in a war and how like how people just die in war and there's not like it's not some grand plan like it just happens but again it is also because it's to show that like Katniss could never have saved Prim no matter how much she tried it was always gonna end like this and then again on a more like narrative level it's to be the final tipping point of like Katniss's distrust of of coin and ultimately her decision to kill coin which in a way, it, like, that is another part of Prim's legacy because if Caddis hadn't killed Coin, Coin would have taken control and things wouldn't have gotten any better. Like, they just wouldn't. That is the whole point is that Coin wouldn't have been any better than Snow. And so while it is, like, tragic that Prim's death had to be a contributing factor in Katniss realizing that, it did help her to realize that. That's what I think about her death, at least. I think that it was very, it was definitely, like, the saddest for me like out of all the deaths it was the one that got me the most uh I remember reading it for the first time and being like Suzanne Collins why would you do this to me why would you do this to me um but looking back I just like I, it feels so good from a writing standpoint um I've talked about before about how like one thing I appreciate about this series is that Suzanne Collins didn't just kill characters just for the sake of killing characters. Like it's not like, oh, and now and now Prim's dead for like shock factor because look how bad things are. There is intention to it. And even if the intention is just to show how people die for no good reason and more, and that's just the reality of it, that is still a level that needs to be like you have to you have to be very purposeful when you write something like that. So that it doesn't just feel like we just needed to get this character out of the way or we just needed someone to die here or we just needed like another bad thing to happen to Katniss. And so there's a really good balance between like, yes, death is a is a part of war and we need to portray that properly. And also we're not just piling on more trauma for Katniss because she has a lot of it. She has a lot of it. And it can be difficult to read because she is suffering so, so deeply for pretty much the entire series. And this is like, this is the worst thing that has happened to her. And we're like, we've already been through so much, you know, but it, it doesn't feel like 
we just needed another reason for her to be sad. We just needed her to be upset again. We just needed to put her in a bad place. While all those things do happen, none of them were the purpose of Prim's death and the purpose of Katniss's narrative surrounding that death. And to circle back to my point about Buttercup, icon that he is, him and Katniss like start to get along after this because I'm sorry, I got distracted because I was thinking about, oh my gosh, okay. I hope this makes sense when I say it and I don't sound like a crazy person. Katniss and Buttercup are to Prim what Katniss and Hamish are to Peta. And by that, I mean, okay, hear me out here because I've talked about how like P- Katniss and Hamish's love for Peta is like the thing that ends up bonding them. And like, they literally are so similar and would like probably hate each other if they didn't have that to sort of connect them and like lead to something deeper between them. It's literally the same with Katniss and Buttercup. Oh, I can't do it. How have I never thought of this before? Because they literally hate each other. And I literally just talked about how like they're actually kind of similar when you think about it. I can't believe I'm talking this much about a cat. But no, but like, do you, do you get what I'm saying? Okay, anyway, Ugh, I feel kind of crazy now. I'm going to think about this forever. I can't believe I'm drawing parallels between Hamish and Buttercup. I've truly reached new levels of insanity. Um... But no, like they literally don't like each other. There's literally so much hostility for them. But Katniss is like, but I can respect you though because you look out for Prim and that's what I'm trying to do. So like we're united in a common purpose. And then once, oh my gosh, once Prim is taken away from them, they end up like forming this bond. Like how, like how when Peta gets taken by the Capitol, Katniss and Hamish are forced to like make up and, and they get really close again. Oh my gosh, guys. You don't understand, but I'm having a breakthrough right now. Okay, anyway, I think I've talked enough about Buttercup in this episode. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, my point is we need to appreciate Prim more. Her death was very sad. Her legacy is is very, very substantial through Katniss in particular. And she represents like the best of everyone in the series. And that is why it is so heartbreaking that she died. Anyway, time to move on to my closing quote. Um, this quote actually ties back to something I was talking about. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before when I was talking about Prim having to sort of mature more quickly than other people at her age and how people at her age should have to. Um, this quote is also from Mockingjay. I do a lot of Mockingjay quotes. Um, can you tell it's my favorite book? Anyway, this quote's from Mockingjay and it says, Time and tragedy have forced her to grow too quickly, at least for my taste, into a young woman who stitches bleeding wounds and knows our mother can hear only so much. Um, And unfortunately, although she did have to grow too quickly, she also did die at age 14. What's sad about that is we saw how much potential she had. I mean, she was literally already becoming a doctor at 14 years old. She was an incredible person and she had so much potential. And Katniss even thinks about like, imagine a world without the capital, like a world that could exist if we win this rebellion where Prim could be the doctor she so clearly wants to be and also deserves to be, but she never got to be. Because that's just one more thing that the capital and coin took from Katniss. And probably the last thing they took from her, but also the most substantial. Thanks for joining me this week on Tales of Panem. Next week, I'll be back to discussing Mockingjay. And for those of you reading along with me, I'll be covering chapters 10 through 13. If you have any specific questions or topics you'd like me to cover, you can DM them to me on any social media or send them to my email, which is talesofpanem at gmail.com. 
If you'd like to leave a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it would be very appreciated. Thanks again for listening, and I'll be back next week.